<clears throat> nobody, 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 nobody. Nobody rage short stories. Hi everyone, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Megan. And you're watching Nobody Reads Short Stories, Cranky Talk Edition, where two writers talk about writing and stories. Uh, yes. So uh, in between our regular seasons where we showcase new short stories and have a conversation with the author, we like to do these little short Cranky Time episodes um, where we talk about writing, like Jeremy just said. And you know what's really exciting? These Cranky Talk editions don't usually do as well as our story editions, which is totally makes sense. Uh, but we actually did really well last week, right, Megan? Yeah, we were really excited. Usually like 12 to 15 people watch. <laughs> Basically, we're just doing it for ourselves. But then last week episode almost got like almost 100 views. I thought um, Megan was lying to me. All of a sudden, she texted me. And I was like, this is not April. <laughs> So that's exciting um, that more people are joining. Yeah, um, so thank you. And speaking of, if you have friends or family that you haven't told about Nobody Reads yet, you haven't told them how cool it is that they get free material, like free short stories that they can be listening to on the go, uh, maybe you should do that. Yeah, anybody you know who listens to audiobooks and who likes short stories or both, uh, please tell them about us because we are their niche. We All right, we're that. already doing the talking, Megan. We need to set this cranky up. We need to set this cranky up. We've already stolen like 30 more seconds of these poor people's we're time. for our okay. talk. We are. Okay, here we go. Cranky and cranky. Okay. Talking. All right. Cranky so, talking. Okay, so I already confessed this to Megan. I was like, for this week, I'm going to have my book finished. I'm going to be talking about Stephen King's anthology. And guess what, you all? I almost finished the book, but I kind of missed out on one of the stories. I was just like, I'm just going to okay. skip to the end. If For those of you who are listening, it, it's a rather thick book. I mean, how many stories do you think it's are in thick. there? It's thick. Quite a few. Well, just reading through the table of contents takes 20 minutes. Oh, OK. Well, yeah. So, um, well, which one was your favorite? Like, which one really oh. stuck out to you? You know what? Um, let me get the, I can tell you what the story is, but I need to actually give you the title. Um, mm -hmm. The one that really stuck out to me is The Dune. I've been reading this for like a couple of years now, just like every once in a while, mm -hmm. going back to it. And you know something's good if it sticks out in your head. And The Dune is really good in this one. Mm -hmm. I also... Can you tell us a little bit about what the Dune is about? Yeah, so it's uh, well, it's about aging and leaving your wealth behind, mm. and the metaphor goes super deep. Like, there's this island that, like, all of a sudden, there's like writing on the island, and people get what they deserve. There's karma. Yeah. It, it's like really great, and then. If Mile is the one I remember, I really like that one too, but I didn't know I liked it until later on. Um, it's like with a crazy car. You know how Stephen King likes oh, doing he crazy loves car things. Cars. Yes, he does. He loves possessed cars. Um, my favorite thing about this though is that for each story, uh, Stephen King talks about why he wrote it, what, what the inspiration was for the story. 
was that saying? Oh my Nick? goodness, I did not no touch. That was not. Cranky just didn't want me to talk. Okay, Cranky, I'll give it to Megan. Dang. Okay, I that think was I did something was scandalous. Wrong. All right. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not on <laughs> speaking terms with Cranky. Down. I can't believe Cranky interrupted me. Cranky is mad. I'm going to put us at five minutes because I think you were talking for about two. Does that sound fair? Yeah. <laughs> that was actually my fault, not Cranky's fault. Mm, I think it might have been Cranky's. <laughs> so, but, but I'm sorry. You completely were cut off. Please finish. Yeah, no, hold on. Tears for me. <laughs> Jeremy's trying to fake cry right now, but it's not working. It's I look bad like I'm about to sneeze. Yeah, um, yeah. So for me, I just really enjoy Stephen King talking about the writing process. Funny enough, this book was recommended to me by Megan while I was at Carnegie Mellon. She's like, "Did you know that Stephen King wrote a book on writing?" I said, "I did not." And, and Jeremy really is holding up book. the book Stephen King's on writing for those of you who are listening. It's a memoir of the craft. It's one of my favorite books on writing. It's it's really interesting because he has such solid advice. And then sometimes I think Stephen King might want to pick his own book up and read it a little bit. Oh, uh -oh. <laughs> um, Jeremy, Jeremy's going to write a letter to Stephen King and tell him what he can do differently with his. I'm story. sure not. And I hope Stephen <laughs> King never sees this. This is something that stays between us, you all. Like, oh, don't. Yeah. Yeah, don't tell Steven. <laughs> He's actually one of my heroes, though. Like, he really inspires me with how honest he is about the process. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and he can scare me like nobody else can. Like, I had this book of short stories that had his short story 1408 in it, which is about oh. a hotel room. It's a guy who goes to a hotel to debunk, to debunk the poltergeist or the cool. spirit or whatever that's that's haunting this room and he ends up you know eating his eating his words so to speak and it, it's just terrifying and I was in my 20s and I had to like get up and put the book in another room because I couldn't sleep with it in my bedroom you know one of the things I absolutely do love about Stephen King is when he's at his best it's when he's serving people they're just rewards uh, just desserts yeah. just desserts yeah <laughs> but like yeah, I just I think that's why he's so popular is people just want to see people get what they deserve you know like there's almost like a yeah. moral to the ones that are really good that's a really good point like there's there's not a whole lot of gray area with mm -hmm. Stephen King like I feel like he has a strong moral choice oh yeah he all his protagonists seem to have like a yeah I mean, I don't know, maybe the green all of them. Gray, but um but I, I would say for the most part that he he kind of like picks a picks a thread and goes that way. So our friend Leor Barris said, love that one. Leor, what what one do you love? We're gonna we're we're, we're gonna, gonna keep talking and then when Leor answers, we'll let you know. Um so I Lior's like, I'm over this, guys. That's my one comment. Uh, that's <laughs> cool. Uh, so while we're waiting on Lior to answer, um, I'll talk about the short story. Yeah. That I So one of my favorite short stories of all time is one by Robert Coover called uh, Going for a Beer. 
And the thing that I love so much, it's a very short story, but the thing that I love about it so much is that it really plays a lot with time. Mm. And um, I don't want us to get, oh, Leor says 1408 was one of her favorite. <laughs> like, I don't want us to get sued, but I do want to read the first sentence of Robert Coover's story. We're living dangerously today, I know, Megan. We're just, we're just flying by the seat of our pants. So Ooh. this is the beginning of Robert Coover's story. He says, he finds himself sitting in the neighborhood bar, drinking a beer at about the same time that he began to think about going there for one. In fact, he has finished it. Perhaps he'll have a second one, he thinks, as he downs it and asks for a third. So the whole the whole story is like that. It's like time is is looping upon itself. Like one thing happens and you don't know if it's past, you don't know if it's present, you don't know if it's future. And uh -huh. he goes to the bar and he meets this woman and the next thing you know, um, they're having sex and then the next thing you know, they're having babies and then they're getting a divorce and then they're meeting somebody else. And it's like this whole very smooth, you, you almost feel like um, you're, you're kind of walking down the street with this guy and you're watching his life pass by him. And he's, but you always get this sense that like, he's not engaged with his own life. Mm -hmm. You're just being, he's just being sort of told about the things that happened in his life, but he has no connection to them. And it, it's just such a, Please finish anyway, the thought though, Megan. I will, I will say it's just such an interesting example of how to play with time in um, a short story. And it, it really inspired me to, to play around with that a little bit more in my work. You know what? We're gonna do things a little bit differently since Megan was talking about her work. Um, when Megan has something coming up that she is doing, she will be able to let you know if you subscribe to her website, meganamorrison.com. That's right. And if you want to learn more about Jeremy's work, you can go to jeremyraystories.com. He puts out um, a newsletter every week on Tuesdays that has a micro story. So you get a fresh news story every week. And after eight weeks, they do a little like story off and, um, you get to vote on which story you like the most, then it's very fun. And it's my favorite I, part. I always get a little annoyed because I my my favorite doesn't get picked, and I'm like, <laughs> whatever. But that's okay. I'm not bitter. My mom is the same way. She's like, why don't why don't people just vote for the ones that I like? Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, so speaking of stories, we want to read your story. We yes, are reading please, stories send them. Three right now, so please go to our website, nobodyreadshortstories.com. You'll find all of our submission information there. Our deadline is February 15th. Um, we are very excited to to read all of your stories. We want all genres. We want romance. We want action. We want adventure. We want comedy. We want um, a robot space opera. Um, bodice Ripper. You said Bodice Ripper already? Bodice Ripper. That's what Megan um, really wants. She's really always want. talking about that what I really want. Um, something really told from the perspective of like a rabbit might be cool. Um, or a children's story. Or um, yeah, something like that. So you write it, we'll read it. How um, Lior asks, how about a, th a thousand haikus? If the thousand haikus um, will make an entire episode, if that will, will make up at least 20 minutes, yes, we will do that. We'll do it. Jeremy's given a face like, we will? What's happening? And I 
in the spirit of Robert <laughs> Cougar and experimental um, literature, I say yes. So uh, moving along, if you haven't already, <laughs> if you haven't already, Jeremy's like leaning outside the screen, like that means he's not a part of this, whatever. <laughs> uh, if you haven't already, please go to our YouTube page and like and subscribe. Uh, if you have seen a video or a performance that you really liked, please let our actors and authors know. We'd love to hear from our fans. Um, Jeremy, what else? We're also on social media. So you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you, you do use our Twitter, uh, we are hashtag NRSS podcast. And we did things a little bit out of order, but one thing I will get yelled at if I don't do this. I'm sorry, y'all. It, it has to happen. This has <gasps> to happen. What is it, guys? It's the pillow. I gotta pull out the pillow. I just gotta Jeremy, pull out the pillow. It. Jeremy, um, show everybody how comfortable it is. Go take a nap. There you go. <laughs> it, it whispers things into your ear. It does. It says buy more. Nobody read short stories merchandise. <laughs> oh, that's not what it says, Megan. Do you want to know what it says? What does it say? You're gonna have to get a pillow and find out. Oh, oh that's good. So if you would like to hear your future told to you by an NRSS podcast pillow, uh, please go to our website, nobodyreadshortstories.com. You will find the magical pillow there and also a fanny pack, some socks, um, a pet. Uh, if your pets are cold right now, cause it's winter, uh, there's a little huggy, a little snuggy for them. And for some reason, I thought you were going to say that we had pet rocks. And I was going to say, we do not have pet rocks. We need pet rocks, don't we? Um, that'll be the next thing we'll have available for season three. We'll be Nobody <laughs> Short Stories Pet Rocks. This episode is so ridiculous and it Stay might end up my favorite. I love this so much. Um, oh, I'm turning red. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So we also have, um, what other cool things? We have phone cases. So you can you can have purple and orange and black all over your phone. And then people will be like, that's such a cool phone cover. Where did you get that? And then you can say, oh, well, I, I found out about it on this cool new podcast, nobodyreshortstories.com. And then that person will be like, I love short stories. And they will immediately become a fan as well. So spread the love. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Let everybody know all about us. And that's I it. Think that's it, right? Yeah, we're Please. gonna come back and we're gonna talk about more things that we're reading next week. Um, yes. If you have any recommendations for short stories we should read, let us yeah. know, aka me. Like, let me know because I'm gonna be finishing the Stephen King that I kind of cheated and I skipped one of the short stories. But after that, I'm gonna need some short stories if you know what I mean. Yeah, so thank you all for um, for all your support and for all for showing up every week. We really appreciate it. Thank and you so we much. Look forward to seeing you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. No one reads short stories anymore. I really don't know what they're written for. Go right short story and throw it out the door cause no one reads short story funny sad or gory no one reads short story